You are listening to the ABC Business Show, and here are your hosts, Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Hello, and welcome to the ABC Business Show, where we help entrepreneurs make their dreams a reality. Well, hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode. We are excited to be here again. How, what does everyone have planned for the week? I mean, you're out of town, right? I'm in Utah. Yeah. We were talking about how hot it was last time. And now we're talking about, you know, it's, I'm cold. <laughs> I'm <laughs> mountains, and um, it is beautiful in Utah. If you haven't been to Utah before, it's absolutely gorgeous. I'm in the beautiful little town called Ogden. That's where uh, Business Maps is headquartered. So I'm here for a conference. Oh, cool. Nice. Yes. I'm Ogden. in Florida today and it is pouring with rain. The skies are black. We had thunderstorm earlier. It's like it's this crazy weather right now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So this week we are going to talk about uh, seven bookkeeping tips for small business owners. So bookkeeping is a critical part to the success of any business, but unfortunately it gets overlooked uh, when a business uh, starts up. So we're going to dig into that today. Yeah. Overlooked and undervalued. They just Absolutely. put like their lowest paid admin on the job. And you're like, what? <laughs> that is right. <laughs> okay. So for my quote for the day, so McDonald's, Apple, Starbucks, they were all small businesses owned by entrepreneurs and people with vision. And that is by Michael Gerber, who is a well-known author. If you have not read any of his books, then I highly recommend them. So yeah, when you think about those big businesses and you look back and it's like, hey, they all started as a small business on day one. They didn't just suddenly become this worldwide business that everybody knows. They started exactly where we all started as well. They just took it to a whole nother level. And and that's why it's always a reminder that, okay, businesses start somewhere. They all start in the same place. That's right. They all start small, just like all our listeners. Well, I love the topic we're discussing today because it's something I come across all the time with my clients. Why do you think entrepreneurs put off getting their bookkeeping done? I think there's a number of reasons. Um, One would be, and these are in no particular order, uh, lack of time. You know, people are focusing on their business, lack of knowledge. um, They don't know know how to do it. You know, people say, oh, get QuickBooks. It'll do it all for you. No, it doesn't. You still have to have the knowledge to do that. And at least it's shaking a head while I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> people are you know, disorganized. They, they don't know what they should be keeping, what they should be tracking. Um, and they just don't have any kind of system to help them to do the bookkeeping. Mm. Uh, fear of making mistakes. You know, if they try to do it, they're worried they're going to mess it up. So they just decide not to. Um, lack of motivation. People just run their business based on how much money they have in their bank account. So they're like, why do I need to know my bookkeeping? I can see I have money, so I'm good. Yeah. And then unfortunately, some people just don't want to know their numbers. You know, there's that fear of, okay, what are my numbers going to tell me? And so they just feel that, okay, well, if I don't do it, then I don't have to deal with it. And I'll just keep doing what I'm doing again, because I have money in the bank account. Yeah. That makes so much sense, Carrie. And I hear that a lot. Um, And it's just, and a lot of entrepreneurs, they know that that's not good enough, but that is the way they operate for all of those reasons you just gave. And so what do you say to business owners uh, to help them understand the importance of knowing their numbers? 
So I always start off with talking about goals. You know, that's something that MJ has talked about over you know various episodes about you know, having goals so that you can grow your business. Well, if you don't know your numbers, then how do you know when you've reached that goal? You know, if you put a revenue number, like, okay, I'm going to hit $150,000 in sales this year. Well, if you're not tracking your numbers, how are you going to know when you get there? And, you know, again, to have a goal, you have to have a starting point. You know, maybe you're doing $175,000. So why would you have a goal of 150? You know, maybe that goal should be 250. So it's, it's knowing the numbers helps you to see, okay, where am I at right now? And where do I want to get to? So it's that starting point is the critical part. And, and it's just knowing your numbers. It's just so important to the success of your business. You know, if you don't know your numbers, how do you know if you are making a profit? How do you know where you're making a profit? How do you know which service is profitable or which product is profitable? There's so many different things that you know, tie in to the success of your business. And knowing your numbers is a huge part of that. Yeah, so many businesses fail because they didn't know their numbers. They tried to grow too fast or they made investments when they didn't have the money to be able to do it, whether it was hiring somebody or buying equipment or paying for a marketing program. And they didn't have the money to do that. So you've got to know really accurately where you sit with your finances in order to make any kind of business decisions. Exactly. And we're going to talk about that in a few weeks as well. We're going to talk about you know, tracking cash flow again. And this is kind of like the next step on from doing it, from knowing your numbers. Um, and then just one last thing, you know, look at that quote we just talked about. Look at those companies that it mentioned, the Apple, the Starbucks, you know, Microsoft. If you think about all of those huge businesses that you, know, you go to, um, well, you may go to Starbucks every day. I don't. Um, but those businesses that you go to on a regular basis, you know, they've got their because of knowing their financial position. It didn't just happen overnight. They didn't just cross their fingers and hope that it would make, it would work. They knew their numbers. They knew how to grow. They knew when they could open another location. They knew when they had to change something. They knew what their next step had to be because they knew their numbers. So, so important. Can I just say something about Starbucks too? Like I understand that Starbucks has so much value for their employees. You know, they, they will help them with their education. They will give them benefits. You can't make those kind of decisions and, and do those kind of things unless you really understand the long-term effects of that and where you are financially. So it's not just, you know, keeping your, staying in business, it's making a really solid business that actually adds value to the clients and adds value to the employees. Yes, absolutely. All right. So you'd mentioned you have seven tips. So what are the seven tips that you have for business owners as to what they need to do when it comes to the bookkeeping side? So, and just to preface this, you know, this is whether they decide to do it themselves or if they decide to outsource it, you know, this is something that they need to be doing as business owners. Even if you outsource it, you can't just throw it off to someone and then think, okay, great. Now I don't have to worry about it. You still need to be involved. So this is looking at it from you know, both sides, whether you do it in-house, do it yourself or outsource it. Okay. So first one is you know, keep accurate records, keep your receipts, keep your invoices for your clients, keep your bills. You need all of that information. Elise will tell you that when it comes to tax time, you know, she's going to ask for some invoices sometimes, particularly if you're buying a, you know, a fixed asset, you know, she's going to need to see that information. And if you ever have an audit, you're going to need that backup as to what was that purchase for? You know, what was that sale to that customer? You need to have those accurate records to show exactly how your business is performing. The second one, you need to separate business expenses from personal expenses. 
that's a big one. We're all like, oh, please, please. I'm glad you're talking it's, about this. It's unbelievable how many people mix it all together and think, well, it's just me. So it, it doesn't matter if I use my business bank account to you know, pay my rent, or pay my mortgage, to pay my bills. Yes, it does. You have to treat your business as a separate entity. And that means that if you need to pay your mortgage, then you transfer money from your business account to your personal account and pay your mortgage from your personal account. Don't be doing it from the business account. Treat it as if you were working for someone else. You know, your boss isn't going to you know, pay your mortgage and take the money out of your paycheck. He's going to give you the money first and then you pay your mortgage. It's the same thing as if you're a business owner. The other thing is you're setting yourself up for a problem. If you get audited by anybody, state, state, the federal government or anything like that, they will ask to see your books and they will see by just auditing your corporation, they will find out everything you're spending money on personally. So you're dragging your personal expenses into the company and now you're exposing yourself and they can find something to audit you personally. So it's a little bit on the dangerous side Mm-hmm. Uh, could be if you get audited. So if that doesn't make you stop spending personal expenses out of the business account, then I don't know what will. So thanks <laughs> for that information. At least that's really important to remember. So, okay. But third tip, use an accounting software. Don't use spreadsheets. Spreadsheets have their uses. I agree, but not for when it comes to, you know, tracking your bookkeeping, tracking your income and expenses. Spreadsheets make it take a whole lot longer to get all your numbers up to date. The accounting software is built for this purpose. And so you know, just use the accounting software for what it's meant to be used for. Okay, tip number four, track your expenses. So that's every single expense that goes out of your business account, which is a business expense, hopefully and not your personal expenses, but you need to be tracking them. Keep those receipts, keep the bills that come in. You're on those receipts right on the top of them, you know, what it's used for. Um, you know, what was that purpose? Was it an office expense? Um, you know, was it a client meal? If it was a client meal, then who, you know, which client was it? You have to keep all this information. Your credit card statement is not going to work for that. I've had so many people saying, well, I got my credit card statement. Why do I need to keep my receipts? Your credit card statement just tells you where you spent the money and how much you spent there. That's it. It doesn't tell you what you bought or anything like that. That's right. And there's so many great apps for this now, guys. There's extensions to QuickBooks. There's apps out there for you to just take a quick picture on your phone of that receipt and keep it organized. And QuickBooks has that feature itself as well. So it goes straight into the software and that has the photo opportunity and also emailing it to QuickBooks direct into your QuickBooks file. Okay. Tip, what are we on? Tip number five, um, save money for taxes. So at the end of the year, you know, there is a good chance you may have a tax bill. And if your CPA or tax professional comes to you and tells you, hey, you owe 10,000 in taxes and you don't have that 10,000 set aside, then you're going to be you know, scrambling, either going onto a payment plan or raving the, you know, raiding the sales at the savings accounts, you know, whatever it might be. And that just puts a whole lot of stress on you as a, book, uh, as a business owner. So open up a separate bank account, save money for taxes. You're going to have to pay them whether you save for them or not. So why not just save yourself a headache and start saving throughout the year. Yep. Be prepared. Yes. Tip number six, reconcile your bank accounts. I hear so many people say that, oh, well, I just downloaded everything into QuickBooks. Why do I need to reconcile? Well, technology is great when it's working. It's not so great when it doesn't work. Even though it's downloading everything, 
Sometimes it might skip a transaction. Sometimes it might download a transaction three times. That happened in my business account just a few months back. And if I hadn't been reconciling, I wouldn't have caught it. So you have to reconcile and keep up to date on this every single month, because if you have a fraudulent transaction, you want to catch it as soon as you can. Yep. And then finally, tip seven, monitor your cash flow. This is something that is so overlooked by businesses. They just use their bank balance account and think that, okay, great, I'm good. But it doesn't take into account all the activity that hasn't happened yet or needs to happen in the next week or two. So those are our seven tips. Those are awesome tips, Carrie. And I'm going to add that. I used to do a statement of cash flows for a young business and they turned that into a $10 million event just with the statement of cash flows. They had a bookkeeper and who did a good job, but the statement of cash flow, they operated and built their whole sales funnel based on that. It was amazing. So cash flow is a big problem. What do you recommend to your clients for tracking cash flow? So this is one of the few times I will recommend a spreadsheet. So um, this is actually something that I'm going to talk about in a couple of weeks and go into more in-depth detail about this. Um, but a spreadsheet will help you to do this. Um, but as always with anything, it's only going to be as good as two things, accurate information going in and keeping it up to date. So I had one client started doing this and they were pretty good at getting accurate information going in but they got days and then weeks behind and then it doesn't mean anything. So it is a commitment you have to make when you come to track your cash flow. Um, and then this spreadsheet um, that I give to my clients really helps them to do that or the formula in there. So it makes it a whole lot easier. You're just plugging in numbers and then seeing what happens to your bank balance. Awesome. So if a new business owner's uh, listening to our podcast today and they aren't sure where to start, what should be their first steps? Uh, track your income, track your expenses, uh, keep copies of everything. Um, and even with those thermal receipts, you know, some of those receipts so you fade real fast. So take photocopies of them or scan them so that you don't lose the, uh, the ink on those over time. But yeah, just keep copies of everything. Do not mix personal and business expenses and income. Keep it all separate and then hire a professional as soon as you can. And look at it as an investment in your business, not an expense, because the way that they're going to help you, the information that they're going to need is only going to be able to help you grow your business. So don't look at it as an expense. It's always an investment. Oh, definitely. I mean, it makes a world of difference. You know, again, it's one more person that's making you slow your roll, stop working in your business and work on your business every month. And it just makes you a more strategic business owner. It really does. So Carrie, what's our tip for the week? So spend time working on the financial side of your business. You can't wing it forever. You've got to take that time to sit down. And if it's something that just totally overwhelms you and stresses you out, then just you know, find a professional that can help you. But don't just keep going along, fingers crossed, hoping it will work out okay. That's awesome. Thank you that so much. That was awesome, Carrie. Great information that I totally agree on every single point. So <laughs> this is another one to go back listen to again with your pen and paper and jot down these things that you need to get into your business. Yes, absolutely. So, well, thank you everybody for listening today. Next week where MJ will be sharing about closing the sale and giving her tips and tricks on how we can improve that. And obviously when you are closing more sales, increasing your business, then that is even more reason to know your numbers as well. So thanks for joining us. If you have not given us a follow or a like on our Facebook page or Spotify and Apple podcast, then we would love for you to go ahead and do that. 
And maybe there's someone that you need to share this podcast with. So, you know, think of a family member or a friend who has a business that you think would benefit from listening to these podcasts and helping them to grow their business. So we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to the ABC Business Show with Kerry, Elise, and MJ. Make sure you tune in next week.